Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. What do you do when your partner keeps bottles by the bedside to use for quickly going to the bathroom? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my partner didn't want to marry me and I have to leave the country. I, 30-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, 30-year-old male, for a few years now. We're an international couple living in a country in Europe where there are incredibly strict rules on immigration. He is European, whereas I'm not. I came to study to this country five years, and he later found a job he loved here in a different city two years. Now, here's the thing. After working my butt off for half a year and getting a job in this country so that I could stay with him and finally move in together, my permit is expiring in two weeks and couldn't manage to find an employer willing to sponsor my work permit. I got a good offer in another country, which in a way I was forced to accept so that I could continue growing professionally and being legally in Europe with a salary, but he is not open to moving and he still feels he has not enjoyed his current country enough. While I understand that, there was another option which was discussed many times and posed as the last resort, getting married, which he constantly refused as he didn't want my permit to depend on him. But this also means we are effectively forced to split paths when we had so many plans together. I don't know how to feel. I'm leaving him and this country in a couple of months, and I'm feeling like I wasn't worth the leap of faith so that we could continue building our life here. And I've never seen him as my way to get the nationality or anything. But in practical terms, that could have been a possibility for us to keep building our life together. I don't know how to feel. We're going to try long distance, but part of me is resenting him. I guess all I wanted to hear from you all are some words of encouragement and maybe tell me if I'm being unreasonable. Honestly, I think if you're splitting up and you're going to different countries and you don't really have a plan to loop back around and get back together, you guys didn't see eye to eye after years of being together and there was no urgency to try to make something work or make some plans for down the road. I don't know how well it's going to work out. You can try the long distance. I'm not saying it's not going to work. But I feel like OP's pretty right to feel unsure and probably disappointed that there wasn't more effort put into this. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my 30-year-old female, husband, 33-year-old male, is ghosting me while I'm on a volunteer trip on the other side of the world. Is he planning on leaving me? So I've been away for a couple weeks, going back this week, and two weeks ago on my birthday, he texted me, happy birthday. I really need some space and I want you to enjoy your trip, so we will talk when you're back. Then that's it. Radio silence. No calls after that or anything. I texted asking for an explanation, and all he says is that he wants me to enjoy my trip and grow. I tried to call a few times, but he never picks up. He hasn't called or texted me at all since then. I have no clue what to do now. I'm trying to understand where he's coming from. The past few months haven't been perfect, but I thought we were fine. We didn't even have a fight or anything. I would appreciate some insight on whether I'm being paranoid that he's planning to leave me or not. I know that he consistently has issues with overusing mushrooms and weed. He also randomly stops taking his antidepressants. 
I told him I want to do what I can to make him feel better, but he didn't respond to that either. I feel really abandoned and I'm alone on a different continent entirely. We've been married a year and dated for 8 years. We were planning on having children in the next couple of years. Edit. Appreciate all the advice and since so many have asked about checking in on him, he's fine. This is a man who gets irritated when I cry. I texted a friend because while ghosting me, he's planned a massive birthday party. Ironically, I plan to have a party in two weeks for my birthday, but instead he had to throw one when I'm gone. And he's getting even more crappy tattoos. Has gotten like 10 in the last 6 months? In terms of my relationship, on our first wedding anniversary back in December, he went out with his friends who specifically did not want me there. I was hurt, so I texted him a little passive-aggressively about the girl who hosted, and he ignored me all night, came back at 5am, and spent our first anniversary hungover. Told me that because I behaved badly by sending that text, he decided to stay out later and ignore me and get wasted. Just the most recent way he ruined another big day. Edit 2. Thanks for all the kind words and advice. I've decided to extend my trip so I can actually enjoy myself, since I lost a few days thanks to his behavior. Edit 3. I figured since I'm already deep in this hole, I'll mention other things that have been bugging me for a while. He is crap with money. I'm an emotional spender, but that's like $200 to $300 every few months on clothes. And I work full time and pay for my own stuff. He got a line of credit a couple years ago and used it all up on I don't know what. Some on home renovations, but I don't know what the rest is for, and it's around $150,000 to $180,000. We have a prenup. He made me sign it two days before the wedding, so I'm free of the debt, but yeah. I asked him if we could make sure to communicate when spending over $300 on something, and he said he would do it, but I guess he forgot. He rents out of the basement and stuff for money, but really doesn't include me in any of it. I know, I know, red flags everywhere. It's just tough because all these things were far enough apart, it didn't seem as bad. Almost in a weird way, I feel like OP has to thank him for giving her this space. Him saying, I really need some space and I want you to enjoy your trip so we'll talk when you're back, gave OP ample time to think about their relationship and really recognize all these red flags, especially with the help of Reddit. OP should know now, having reflected upon everything and his behavior, this guy doesn't seem very worth it, does he? Our next story is, my boyfriend, 21-year-old male, keeps three bottles down the side of his bed to pee in. How should I respond? I'm a 20-year-old woman. I've been with my boyfriend for just over a year. We're both at university. A week ago, I was staying at his house staying the night with him, which I do a lot. I'm usually a really heavy sleeper while he can sometimes struggle, but I suddenly woke up and I thought I could hear water running. It took me a few seconds to get my bearings together and I turned around to see my boyfriend facing away from me. I perched myself up a bit and I could see that he was urinating in a plastic bottle. I freaked out a bit at first. I was startled and blurted out, what on earth are you doing? I wish I reacted more calmly, but I was shocked. At first, he tried to shrug it off like it was nothing, saying the bathroom was occupied with one of his housemates, and he was desperate. I wasn't sure, but then I looked underneath his bed and I saw two other bottles filled with pee. I ch- One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Challenged him again, and then he admitted that he'd been doing it for years, keeping bottles underneath the bed down one of the sides that he pees in after he started to try and sleep. He basically said he does it because he finds it really difficult to get out of bed to go to the bathroom when he's trying to sleep, or wakes up needing a pee. He said that he ends up just staring into space for hours and not sleeping because he can't bring himself to get out of the bed to the bathroom. He said he cleans the bottles out every morning when no one else is there. For me, this was super gross and I couldn't believe he thought it was acceptable. Like, everyone hates getting out of the bed to go to the bathroom, but they don't end up peeing in bottles, right? Him doing that is bad enough, but him doing it while I'm in bed and right next to him, I found so disgusting. The thing is, other than this, he is a super clean and well-kept man who always makes sure to look after himself. It's one of the many things that drew me to him. He's so lovely as well and I love him. This has come completely out of nowhere and I have no idea how to react. What should I do? I just don't understand his logic here because he's a man who takes care of himself as OP said, right? Somebody that is well adjusted like that surely can understand that the effort it takes to pee into a bottle, keep them by the bedside, tuck them under the bed, clean them every morning is way more effort than just getting up for a minute to go to the bathroom. And I think it's not an unreasonable ask to ask your partner to do away with the pee bottles in, around, or next to the bed. He doesn't need to do that. Plus, I think they're lying to OP regardless because he says, oh, don't worry, I clean it every morning. Just ignore the fact that there's two other bottles already filled with pee. Even if you're super well hydrated before bed, there's no way you're filling two other bottles in the same night. Our next story is, ex-friend, 30-year-old female, thinks I, 30-year-old female, stole my fiancé, 30-year-old male, from her. Not sure what to do. Sophomore year of college, my friend Cindy started sleeping with, but not dating, a boy named Alex. She introduced me to him, and he was very handsome but I denied that to Cindy because I knew she liked him, and I didn't think it was that important. Soon, she wanted to date Alex, and he turned her down. 
Then she met a man named James and immediately got pregnant, then married James when the baby was about six months old. Alex and I had been in contact and I was still attracted to him. We would hang out but not sleep together. It took about a year of relationship building before we were together. In the meantime, Cindy and James had hit a rough patch and she told me she had messaged Alex she wanted him back. I played it cool, not telling her we were kind of together. Cindy moved to a different state and we weren't in danger of running into her and it didn't seem important. She and James had another baby and we stopped talking. I just wasn't interested anymore and couldn't ever shake the feeling she would pursue Alex if given the chance. Whenever Alex would say anything about having some difficulties in life, she is always the first to respond that she's there for him and to message her. Well, fast forward about seven years from the time we met, Alex proposed and I said of course. Fearing Cindy's reaction, I deleted all of my social media accounts. She lost it. She calls me screaming. She's posted screenshots of old messages between us on social media. She has called my employer, freaking out. I don't know what to do. She keeps telling people I stole her soulmate, but he wanted me. She married another man, who I actually think is a very nice guy. What do I do here? I think if Cindy continues to legitimately harass OP like this, maybe go to the cops. But as far as, is OP completely right in the situation? I think so. Not only has Alex expressed that he's not interested in Cindy, she is so far removed from even being involved in his life that she has no claim to him. Our next story is, parents threatening to disown me, 22-year-old male, if I don't break up with my girlfriend, 23-year-old female, of a year and a half. Hi everyone, this has been bothering me for a while and I've had nobody to talk to about this and it's really been putting me in a bad place mentally, so I figured I'd post it here to hopefully get some advice. For context, I met my girlfriend in my senior year of college. I was out of state at university, four hours drive from home, and she's an international student from China. We started dating soon after we met and we were seeing each other basically every weekend. My parents were against the relationship from the very beginning and considered her to be like a working girl from the start because of the way she dresses and wears makeup which, side note, isn't even very revealing. She wears designer clothes often but they're not overly revealing or out of the norm in any way. My mom is also slightly racist against China but I'm not sure how much this is influencing her actions. They told me that I shouldn't take this relationship seriously and that I should just be with her to have fun. I get attached to people somewhat easily and I'm not the type of person who goes into relationships for sex with no serious intentions. She's also my first serious girlfriend, which my parents also complain about as because she's my first I don't know any better and I need to have more experience before I'm serious with anyone. My parents also complain about the fact that my girlfriend is a student and on a student visa, even though she has many more years of eligibility to stay in the US and she's majoring in an in-demand career field. So I was dating her for a while, and my parents were okay with it until she came home with me for Christmas. I had been head over heels for this girl up until this point, and was completely infatuated, so my parents had some merit in saying that I wasn't myself, but things slowly started changing as my parents' complaints became more forceful and aggressive. After our vacation together with my parents during winter break, I went back to school, And we were together when I randomly got a call from my mom telling me that I have to break up with her, or else, because my mom found out that I took her to eat somewhere expensive for her birthday, which was in December. I was able to cool things down by telling my mom I needed time to be able to break up, and delayed things, saying that I'll break up by the summer and so on. 
there were arguments every few weeks which usually resulted in my mom blocking me over something small and then threatening to disown me only for me to beg and apologize and reiterate that I'll break up by summer. Fast forward to summer and by this point my mom had a revelation and decided to give my girlfriend another chance, but things didn't work out in the end because of a miscommunication and my mom freaking out about little things such as my girlfriend being upset about one of my female friends. At this point my mom threatened to disown me again and blocked me again. However, at this point I'm living alone in a completely different part of the country as I've graduated and landed a good job. This back and forth has gone on until today with basically going from blocked to unblocked and from hated to loved and back and forth all while my mom says she's doing this for me and loves me one week and tells me to go freak myself a different week for little things that happen. There is almost no communication about problems as my mom is always right. So here I am today, my parents threatening to block me for good and never talk to me again or see me ever again unless I leave my girlfriend. I've never made any commitments to marry my girlfriend nor have we any plans to live together as we're currently long distance and may be this way for some time because of the location of my job. My parents have also done this before with a previous girlfriend of mine whom they didn't approve, but I broke up much easier with that girl since I wasn't too into it so it never got to this point. I just feel so alone and I love my parents so much and we've had such a good relationship in the past and they've been very good to me. Though I've always been afraid of my mom and she's extremely overprotective and makes me tell her wherever I am at all times and freaks out if it takes me longer than 30 minutes to answer a text. We also use an app where she can track me and see wherever I go, and she'll often call me almost screaming if she sees that I'm sitting still too long. However, they always provided for me and paid for my tuition and everything. However, I also love my girlfriend and feel like I would be miserable and regret it for the rest of my life if I left her without really wanting it or feeling it right deep inside of me. I also believe she loves me as she's tried hard in her own way to make things right with my parents and has stayed with me despite all this pressure on our relationship and is staying in the US mainly for me. My parents think she's just with me for a green card but I very much doubt that with 100% certainty and I don't plan on marrying her within the next 5 years anyway. But at the same time I don't know for sure if it will work out in the long term either and I'm not rushing into it either but I want the chance to explore this relationship because I really think we love each other. So I don't know what should I do or how should I feel at this point. I just feel so empty inside and lonely. I think OP's pretty under firm control of their parents and they need to experience independence. Therapy obviously would be a great thing if OP could do that, but personally, and I'm no professional, but I think having an experience of that independence away from their parents, even if it comes at the cost of greatly upsetting them, would be huge for OP. That especially includes shutting down or getting off that tracking app, where they're obviously sitting around all day watching OP's every move. This next story is, my boyfriend, 24, told me, 27, that if he would need to choose, he would rather choose his best friend after being together for a year. I met my boyfriend a year ago as we became friends. Later, he started flirting with me, so I was straightforward and told him I want a serious relationship, which will lead to marriage and a family. He said he likes me so much that he wants the same with me. Of course, I understood that as he's younger, there will be some immature aspects about him, which I chose to ignore. There was one red flag I saw. He has a 32-year-old friend 
who is a huge authority for him. I've met this friend twice, and he sometimes makes fun of or criticizes his girlfriend in front of other people. I told my boyfriend this is not normal for me, but he said she's just taking it as a joke. When when we're four of us, my boyfriend tried to make a funny insult to me in front of them, and I told him to never do it. He has never tried to make fun of me in front of anyone else. I live in Italy for my masters, and my boyfriend asked if his friend and his girlfriend could come for Christmas and stay at my place. I agreed. These friends arrived, deciding where they want to visit. Didn't really care that my sister came too as well, and we wanted to see more places. When we were visiting Florence, they decided that they don't want to explore, but just want to drink beer. And my boyfriend stayed with them. I was left with my sister for the whole day. When I told my boyfriend that I don't like this behavior and feel like a free hotel, he said I have a mental problem. Then my whole mood was ruined and I didn't want to talk to him or his friends. They decided when to go home and when I said that it would be nice to stay for longer, my boyfriend said to take a train. His friend also allowed himself to talk and shout at me like he does to his girlfriend, but I told him I'm not okay with that and he started telling me I'm an unhappy person and that it's my fault he's shouting at me and that with my moods I'm making my boyfriend unhappy. When we came back home, I was struggling with all of this so I went to see my friends, some friendly faces. My boyfriend stayed with his friends and didn't care that I was upset. Next day, I told my boyfriend I'm not okay with his friends speaking to me like this. They went to talk and came back telling me that I'm insane if I expect an apology. My boyfriend was just standing there while his friend was shouting at me and doing nothing, even supporting his friend. They left my house on Christmas Eve and ruined a Christmas. I spoke with my boyfriend again and said that I feel like I'm not a priority in his life and I'm not okay when his friend is rude to me in my own home and my boyfriend does nothing. As we had a heated discussion, my boyfriend said to me that his friend has done a lot for him and if he needs to choose between us, he will choose his friend and not me. We broke up and he left. It's been three weeks. My boyfriend messaged me and said that he understands that his friend was rude to me. Also said that he didn't take our relationship seriously enough and didn't care about my boundaries or my feelings as he just wanted to have fun with his friends. But now he needs to think what he wants to do. Apparently that friend got into a fight with everyone because he thinks he's a king. My friends and family are telling me to run as this won't change and if not this friend, another will be a priority. My dad thinks my boyfriend doesn't love me. I don't know, what should I do? I love him and miss him, but logically I understand this might lead to nowhere. I think OP probably is right to leave this guy behind. This guy clearly has no ability to lead for himself, to run on his own thoughts. And the fact is, they're not even wanting OP to ever be the person that they're blindly following. I just feel like another huge heartache is awaiting OP if they allow this to loop back around. Our next story is, my boyfriend, 31-year-old male, has been ranting about orange peel theory for days. I, 25-year-old female, am getting uncomfortable and want him to stop. We've been together for about a year and a half. I'm previously widowed, relevant later. Prior to our relationship, he's never had an adult relationship. So for a while, I was trying to understand that he would make awkward mistakes and we would have to work through them. Lately, he's been bringing up orange peel theory quite a bit sending me TikToks about why it's unhealthy and bad for your relationship, and then later mentioning it in conversation again. It's essentially someone asking their partner to peel an orange, and if they peel it for you, they pass. And if they don't, or complain about it, it's a bad sign or whatever. I love this man, but this is starting to hurt my feelings, and the way he so obviously feels attacked is making me feel gross. I don't know why he's so offended, if I'm being honest, that this is not a thing that happens for us. 
I don't test him and I'm always respectful and considerate to him. I would say I do a lot of things for him with or without him asking just because I like making his day better or his life easier. Him staying so heated about this is making me wonder if he feels resentful for being asked to do anything for me. And I have a few past examples that keep popping into my head. I had a pet that my husband had gotten for me die before a big event several months ago. I was devastated and he offered for us to miss it, but I told him it would be good to get my mind off of it for a few hours. We had a bit of a walk to get there and because I was crying a bit, he asked if he could do anything to make me feel better. I'm a big sap and it makes me smile, so I asked him if he could romantically ask to hold my hand. He just said, can I hold your hand? And I laughed and said, more romantic than that. This made him mad and he roughly grabbed my hand and started walking. I started tearing up and he told me I was being mean, only apologizing because by the time we got to the venue I was crying hard despite trying to hold it together. Another time he had gone to visit his parents and wanted to leave early. My home was closer than his apartment and I was having a horrible weekend. I was sick and very down. He mentioned he was heavily considering coming to stay with me and I told him I would appreciate it as I was struggling and missed him. Despite him being very positive about it just before, this flipped some kind of switch in him and he said, I'll come but I'm leaving first thing in the morning so don't ask me to stay longer. I got hurt by this and told him to not come at all then as I hadn't even suggested that. And suddenly he's, oh no, but I want to be with you. I want to support you, baby. Please let me. And eventually I relented and he ended up staying into the afternoon. I have several other instances of him suggesting he wants to help or be kind to me, but the second I take him up on it or ask for him to alter it slightly, he's angry. Then he'll tell me that we just need to communicate more while he doesn't listen to me and only wants to do things on his own terms. Which is fine if he would say that, but he always tries to spin it back on me, victimizing him somehow. I'm tired, and the now daily mentions of how annoying and rude this trend is to him is getting hurtful. But I have no idea how to address this with him without it being interpreted as me being mean. What can I say? I think there's part of him that wants to be there, wants to have that, but he also doesn't want to have that kind of responsibility. I think that kind of thing shows up in why he's trying to do things nicer. He says, is there anything I can do for you? But as soon as it's a slight bother, a slight inconvenience, or it's not exactly how he pictured or imagined in his mind, it is a huge inconvenience. And how dare you for making it even moderately harder for him? I mean, this man definitely reads of somebody that doesn't have very much relationship experience or grown up in some kind of relationship that expects some give. I just don't know how much more you can put up with this and also at the same time feel like you can't even talk about it. This next story is, how do I, 32-year-old female, manage unwanted gifts from well-meaning mother-in-law, 65-year-old female? My husband, 36-year-old male, and I, 32-year-old female, have a four-month-old baby and we're lucky enough to have extremely supportive grandparents on both sides. My husband's family is relatively wealthy and very generous. I'll be the first to admit that I have a lot of maybe annoying principles about shopping. I try not to shop from Amazon. I try to avoid fast fashion and try to buy either made in the USA or secondhand clothing. And in general, if I need something new, I really try and buy from the many great independent bookstores, children's stores, etc. in our city. For our daughter, I spend a lot of time scouring thrift stores and online consignment stores for cute used clothes for her. The first world problem? 
Every time my kid could conceivably need something, my mother-in-law rushes out and buys a ton of that item from Amazon or Target or Walmart. Onesies getting a little tight. Mother-in-law is there next week with 10 onesies from Amazon. Even after I told her I already have a bunch of outfits in the next size on their way. Holiday coming up? Five onesies with puns about gourds on them from Walmart coming our way. I send our moms a picture of us reading her a book we checked out from the library. Giant stack of books from Amazon arrives. We live in a small house. Mother-in-law uses our shared Amazon account, and Amazon apparently throws away most apparel returns, which from an environmental-slash-ethical standpoint kind of defeats the purpose of returning the clothes, so I feel like I'm stuck with this stuff. I end up feeling resentful when the clothes and books and toys I spend tons of time searching for, and that align with my values and aesthetic, I'm annoying, I know, get buried under a pile of stuff from freaking Amazon. And I'm tired of endlessly organizing stuff that I didn't even want to try and get it to fit in our house. Or otherwise endlessly listing crap on buy nothing slash making trips to goodwill. I don't bring up my thoughts on Amazon slash fast fashion or ethical shopping because I don't want to seem preachy or judgmental. But I'm frustrated that no matter how many times I thank her for her generosity but tell her we don't really need X, somehow 10 crappy X's are perpetually arriving at my house and crowding out the crap I spent a lot of time carefully picking out. My husband has talked to her about the fact that we are living with space constraints, that we buy used by choice, that we love the library and that I'm picky and annoying and am trying to reduce our contributions to the giant piles of discarded clothing littering the deserts of the global south. Yet the gifts continue. Our closets are full. Our house is full. My kid doesn't even wear all the clothes she has because she has so many. I love my mother-in-law very much and don't want to alienate her, but we are only four months into this and this feels completely unsustainable in every sense of the word. Do I just need to suck it up and stop being a brat? Is there any way to channel my mother-in-law's generosity and love for my daughter in a direction that generates less frustration for me? Honestly, I think the only thing OP can really do is stop feeling like it's their responsibility to dispose of it. I think they need to start giving all of the excess or unneeded or unwanted stuff back to the mother-in-law. They need to just ship it right back to her, let it pile up at her place, or let her get rid of it and realize she's wasting all of her money on stuff that you never asked for and you didn't want. Either I think try to get her to have that realization, or you're just going to keep doing this yourself for as long as you do put up with it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.